Welcome to the HIT Podcast, HIT, Human Resources, Insurance, and Technology. I'm your host, Toby Kennedy. We'll be dropping into your feed every Tuesday. So follow us, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend. Our main goal here is for me to go through all the various news and the meetings and the goings-on in the space, curate what I hope to be as a good follow for you, and bring you good information in a bite-sized, digestible fashion. With that being said, let's jump right into this week's weekly hit. This week's sponsor is Montage Insurance Solution, and this week's topic is ChatGPT. I can't very well be running a podcast that has technology in the name in the year 2023 and not talk about ChatGPT. If you're unfamiliar with ChatGPT, just a very, very brief overview. It is an AI, an artificial intelligence bot that is basically designed to look and feel like you're having a conversation with a human being. It goes through millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of data points to figure out what is most likely the thing that would come next in the sentence. What's the most likely next word? And it tries to sound like a human being. What's interesting is it is the fastest growing app in history. It just splashed in in November of 2022. Within two months, it had 100 million users. ChatGPT's arrival has been likened to the arrival of the iPhone. In fact, some people even say it's so revolutionary, it's kind of like when the internet first got here. It's a really big deal. And people are talking about the way it's going to change work, the workforce, the work we do in pretty big ways. So if you're not coached up on ChatGPT, do a little research because it is here to stay and it is a big deal. So when I say it's a language finishing tool, it's sort of like how nowadays when you write an email and you start saying, thank you very, it kind of in gray wording says, thank you very much. Like it starts filling in the rest of your sentence. It's kind of like that, but on steroids. So with some examples of what it can do, let's talk a little bit about what it can't do because really all it's doing is just trying to figure out a word that makes sense to come next. So if you ask it for, let's say a reference, it might provide you with a reference. Hey, I've asked it some scientific question and I've asked it to give me a reference. But what it's just gonna do is figure out a reference that might make some sense. So maybe Scientific American, for example. And let's say it was a, an article about string theory. So they're, they're gonna cite some author that's also written about string theory and, and maybe some you know edition that was about space. But that article may never have actually been written, right? So you're asking ChatGPT to give you a reference and it's gonna grab words that look a lot like a reference but ChatGPT can lie. And that I think is one of the biggest limitations that we all need to be aware of. When it's spitting out something, it doesn't necessarily mean to tell you that this is true, that this is real. It's just kind of mimicking human language. And it's important to know what it does and what it doesn't do because it's so powerful. It's gonna work its way into our world, our workflow, but we need to know when and where and how we can deploy it so that we can keep ourselves protected. In fact, schools are already updating their policies. You ask a student, hey, write me an essay on Martin Luther King Jr., you can ask ChatGPT, write me an essay on Martin Luther King Jr., and it's gonna spit something out. And if the student reviews it and kind of thinks, this makes a lot of sense, 
maybe ChatGPT just wrote their whole essay for them. So for some schools, they're sort of seeing this as, well, you know, if I needed you to look something up, do I need you to go to the library per se? Or could you have put it into Google? Could you have been a good navigator of a search engine and found the data you need? And so now maybe we think, you know, let's update our policies. Rather than saying no to artificial intelligence, let's embrace the fact that teaching students how to use artificial intelligence is probably pretty important. So you still need to have good input. You need to tell ChatGPT what you're looking for, what you need, and help refine, right? So you might say, hey, give me an essay on Martin Luther King Jr. Or more germane to what we're here to talk about, you might say, hey, ChatGPT, write me a job posting for a marketing director. And then what you get back, you refine. Actually, make it more friendly sounding. Or let's include certain requirements, maybe a degree, maybe years of experience. So you're refining the input that's going into it, and you're getting better and better output back. But the point is, it's here to stay, and we can leverage it for a lot of what we do. So sticking to ChatGPT and how we might fold this into our workflow, and maybe even the dialogue about the job posting, right? For example, you still need a human being to refine. And so I think that it becomes this kind of rough draft, this jumping off point, but it can be used for a whole host of things, right? Maybe even you ask ChatGPT to help you with the letter that you give back to applicants. Hey, write me a letter thanking them for applying, but telling them they're not right for the position. And then you refine, um, make it a little kinder sounding or make it a little more professional sounding or let's add thanking them for their time. Um, any of these sorts of prompts along the way, right? We can use this tool to take a lot of that initial work off of our plate. Backing it up even, we might wanna ask ChatGPT for some creative interview questions or some things that we wanna make sure we bring up in the job hiring process. Even if it's just to give us some ideas, it might even be something we use to help us write policies with or training manuals or some of the things that have really been this cumbersome lift where we start with a blank page and the cursor just sort of blinking at you. Utilize ChatGPT, ask it to be your starting point and then review, refine what it gives you back, work on the input. And I think what you're gonna find is that a lot of the tasks that we have going on we can sort of outsource. And I think a lot of your employees are gonna think the same thing too. So it might be worth writing some policies surrounding the use of ChatGPT. For now, it's OpenAI's and it's a free service. There's also a premium service that's about 20 bucks a month and that really just has to do with when their servers get overloaded. But, and this is not an advertisement for OpenAI, this is a conversation about, hey look, this tool that people are saying is sort of like the internet or the iPhone. I need to learn how I can wrap my arms around this thing and deploy it in my daily work. And I think that this is probably the best way for now to deploy it. Have ChatGPT write some of the redundant things that we have to do over and over. You have an employee asking, what's the difference between an HMO and a PPO? You don't wanna answer that question again? Maybe ask ChatGPT, hey, can you draft me an email on what the difference between an HMO and a PPO is? Look at what it gives you back, refine it, but cut and paste. And those are the ways in which I think we can really leverage technology. Follow us every Tuesday, and until next week, make this the best week yet. Yeah.
Mr. D. <laughs>